code. Not COVID. Oh, Wait, didn't you send me? You you seem to know though, because you uh, asked me last night. So No, but you said software. You wrote the word soft. That's no, I'm asking you, is that huh. what she meant? Like no. What? We said it was software. She doesn't know what software means. She calls it COVID. Well, she doesn't know. She misunderstood what you were saying. Well, because she, she would hear code, and she thought code. Ed, yeah, COVID. It's I hard. Know. She's old. So what are you showing her your food? And what are you? Why are you so curious then? No. Because I wanted to ask you then, you, but I was walking out. You I wanted didn't... a Gucci purse? Walla? Walla? <laughs> I have to what? find a, a irreputable, unlegit, ill tour site to get mm. your. Not some moose. I don't think you even want to hear any more caboose. I actually found that I have a Gucci item and it's real. When I was Good. in the islands with Daddy, I think it's St. Thomas, we went there Tom. alone before we had kids. Right. And I wanted, when we got it really cheap, I paid 330 That doesn't sound real. No, I'll show it to you. It's a bag. Did you get it from a Gucci store in St. Thomas, or was it someone on the street? It was a store. Our customer was really and then they made Gucci items, and it really, it's a Gucci item, so I'm going to show it to you. I have to take a look at that. I always thought it was real, and you know, 1886 to 87 or 88. That's how old it is. Good. I'll show it to you. Huh? I visited all the grad school. Oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't know. So what else? What else is doing? So what are you coding? What are you making with code? Oh, now you're concerned and interested. You sound asleep. I am tired. So do you really want to know or you really want to get to bed and Talk, 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 tell me. Oh, so you want to hear? Yeah. Now you're interested. You don't sound it. <laughs> Alex, could you please just talk and stop analyzing everything? Just tell, talk. Oh. All right. I did finish that licorice pizza movie. It ended up being all right. I've had a few cute scenes. You should see dope, dope thing. That's great. Right, but I saw the Alex Gibney um, Crime of the Century docu. Century. Yeah. Crime of the Century. You know what I want to watch? What? Uh, something of Bob. What? It just came out with Carmabach and Kirsten Dunst. And oh, Kirsten. yeah, you had mentioned that, and I want to see I it, too. It's it. it's an old western. It seems kind of like the movie Alec Baldwin was in, but now he's on tonight on ABC giving his hour thing, the only time he's going to be talking about it. I saw in a preview, Baldwin says he didn't fought, pull the trig, and he didn't fire the gun. Could you believe that? It's such a lie. He's on tonight. I sound like Nani. Eight to nine, ABC. Um... Mm. 
It Stephanopoulos is giving him the hour. I read that in the paper. Oh, so you know. I read, it. I read that it was. I didn't know it was going to be on tonight. Tonight, eight, two hours. I know you're busy. In two hours, it's going to be on for an hour. I don't even know if I get the channel, but I'll have to see it tomorrow morning or something on YouTube. Um, do you hear Dr. Oz is running for Republican Senate? I thought he was running for something, but I didn't know what side and what office. I didn't, I don't even think it said what side, but I get all the Trump emails, and the Trump people are sending the emails, like, reporting, like, his candidacy and things, too. So, it's definitely Republican, because he's a Fox News. Per what? I didn't know Republican. Yeah, he was on Fox. I didn't know either. I thought he was this liberal guy from Oprah and the, uh, yeah, Carmine or... George St. Pierre. Uh, yeah, Coralance. Um, are you asleep? No. Okay. Um, that's really uh, the only stupid stories aside from. I, I feel like there's something new every day, but. Eight o'clock, Channel 7. I have to, I'll put my alarm on. All right. Oh, so you wanted to hear the software project. Mm -hmm. You do, though. Yeah. All right. Um, I wrote down I had to make the slide deck. Presentate. Um, I didn't really have it in a clear, concise way, but then I was able to formulate a plot today. It was things I've been thinking about for quite a while. But the need has never seemed more obvious that what is the American dream to you? Mine is being able to work and support your family and even have enough time to spend with your kids, which I don't have. That idea is fleeting at an ever-changingly alarming rate. Now more than ever... I stand before you with the answer. Amazon, but for GDP. Households buy what they need. What if companies could get all their non-rote projects done quicker, easier, and cheaper? No headache. No... Uh, what's that word? Wait. I don't know if I wrote fuss or no boss. And on top of that, they didn't have to manage employees. Most employees' time is spent in strategy, a vague allotment, of your daily allocated payroll, not generating any productivity, but what if people were truly paid for how much work they did? And the kicker, freeing the world from the worst shackle. What? Am I? Oh, shit. 
how much work they did, and the kicker is freeing the world from the worst shock shackle beyond reproach. A boss. These industry-wide changes are going to happen in the next 15 to 30 years if we do nothing. After all, millions of scientists have indicated in the form of the gig economy this is where we are headed. Industry trends notwithstanding, even before corona, it has sped up significantly. Contractors and not actual employee. The only aspect missing was the appropriate design and execution. No boss equals more trust. Two-sided where... Why? A job. G-I-G. Gig. I have a gig. But it, it also stands for gigabyte, so it's a play on words. Where participants rely not on a single worker, but the system as a whole to solve any problem quicker, cheaper, and of a higher quality than an employee ordinarily would. There is a revolution, and this is the first magic bullet. Bosses want their top three players, maybe five, but the bottom 80, 90, what have you, 95% of employees are for more pain than worth in a measurable and, well, intangible amount of ways. We are inverting this archaic inefficiency because there never was a better option. Now, today, before you, there is. Why is no one doing this? No perceived incentive. So, new tech. And they will. Why, though? The theory of a perfect market... It was fantasized for over 500 years. Adam Smith in 76 noted it's a more efficient production line that is the metric for labor productiveness than any competitor to absolutely advance, to deliver and maintenance is all here. What is a more important problem today? Maximum ease, seamless product integration, and flexibility, allowing the most reputable and liberty-focused system to collect untapped industries in need of innovation. The theme is all middle management work fit to be unautomated. 
are reckoned about 15% of the entire GDP, aka around 3 trillion USD as of 2021 in today's economy. We believe this market is ripe for the concatenating and illuminating. How do we build trust? By being far better than average citizens. Worser are the competitors. It wouldn't be that hard. Out offer all competition. Offer for those willing to help scale perks and unique proposition for the user and uh, constant uh, fe features added. Optimization, proliferation for utility, experience, rewards, and over-satisfaction delivery. To delight at every half turn brought by rapid testing and data procurement engineering, the Apple approach, except working solely for users as opposed to Dre, sorry, I can't read my handwriting, but something about draconian cost structure, maybe? Rewarding loyalty multiplies stitchings from nine. The kicker, yeah, if there was one, the Enigmar machine. My own prototype of handcrafted holistic code encrypted and hashable which means you can put it in a formula indexes multiplying complex real-world data transmitted into user-friendly puzzles is the end goal to be solved that automation can't because judgment nuance and Self-efficacy is not replicable by machines, but impossible to reliably get right, as any trillion of edge cases emerge. Um, one day... Aw. Okay, I had to write something. One day, anyone in the world is the dream, can pick up a device, and with limited knowledge, use pictures and select phrases to com compute problems for businesses and feed their family. And the real delight at the end, my A-star algorithm is the real clincher where it comes together for the math. This is a Picasso methodology. My father was in PC Magazine in the 90s 
for invent inventing it. What? Why? Mm -hmm. Why? It's going to be Amazon, but for middle management uh, processing and jobs. Similar to Uber for car drivers, but for white collar workers. It's every industry. No, it's... You have... You have forms and data collected and um, managerial type jobs, even payroll, accounting, um, aspects of marketing, anything you would have like any other business. This will be, you post it the way a user posts on Amazon and then it will be completed within 48 hours, ideally. And you won't have to have employees doing these and the headaches that come with that, that it will be instantaneous and seamless. Now, we will... What? What? Yeah. Well, these are all changes gave way, sped, uh, accelerated on the Corona scale pendulum. It was already industry changes looking to be disrupted. But my father on PC Magazine in the 90s for inventing it using traditional data sets. Um, oh yeah algorithms and tools to push the technology to the limits in new and augmented, never-before-seen use cases, as opposed to the da Vinci underutilizing cutting-edge tech. By definition, you won't have the optimal use to perform in something unproven. They're mostly first-mover downside, but Picasso is an only upside approach, and it's robust and high-efficacy mechanics. I'm perfecting it now. I just said that. Yeah. Um, he, so I'm taking on where he left off. And I bring you Prometheus. For the first time in history... Shedding light on the pro-me thesis. And the workers will be called pros. And the, the boss... Technically, it's a non-boss thing because bosses stink. But we won't say that unless to our advertising for the uh, workers. But... The bosses will be called private investing Nebuchadnezzars, which is the name for a great Israeli king that is now a brand of luxury and esteem and quality. Private investing Nebuchadnezzars, a.k.a. pins. And if you upgrade to the premium, upgrading to the premium level, then you can achieve um, the... Acumen of a kingpin. Could you write this out for me? Because I think I'm going to have to write it down. 
I have it all written. Can I see it written out? All right, but I just said it. But yeah, sure. I hope no one steals my idea until then, but yeah, why not? What? No, well, I have to make a PowerPoint of it. What? You want to patent. I do have algorithm I need to patent, but um, I need uh, angel investor private equity. So I was figuring I'd pitch it to Harrison and then he would maybe help me go from there, but I need my presentation and I have the algorithm ready, but... Um, still coming up with marketing plans and edge case scenarios. And um, this is only something I came into in the last, it was an idea I had for a while, but it came together in the last about three weeks. So um, I have to put it in slide deck PowerPoint so that it can be parlayed or introduced to potential maybe money people uh, okay uh. it's the change the industry is making anyway but I'm about 10 years ahead of what would ordinarily happen that is really what it is that, so it's like Uber in 2000 Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, the valuation, since it would be 10% of 15% of the GDP, it would, the valuation is about $1 to $2 trillion um, for company market cap. And because the work we would be going after would be about 10 to 15% of the economy, and then the business model is a 10% not markup, it's just the fee, or I guess it gets taken out of the user, but, you know, Uber operates on similar margins, so that is how it will go, 10% of, so. <laughs> what? Who? Send it to Jeff Bezos? If I want it stolen, it'll never be read, he doesn't want to help me. You need to find people in finance and equity. I, it doesn't sound like you're taking it seriously. No, it sounds great. It's like the only good idea I ever had. I think it's great. I think it's it's great. more than that. Yeah, great. It's, it's revolutionary. What? It's revolutionary. Yeah, it is. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, now your mother must nap, but we'll, we'll continue on. All right. Oh. Love, love Bye. It's the only great idea I ever had. One of my 40 fucking listeners would probably steal it if they had half a brain. Ish. Sheila, I can't hear you. And, oh, pitch it to Jeff Bezos. I don't think she Alba comprende. Do I it Auckland dreams? It's everything. It has to Auckland hit her for that. Like, 
It's a good plant. Oh well. Arsh, twank, it could be hilvnip, drilly, da, utley. In other news, Bubba, I hurt my arm. I hit my arm and got Indian burned on the door. Now I can watch Vanda Pump Rule. Hello. Hi, love. Hi, Alex. How was the doctor? What? What? I'm going. I'm, I just. I love you. What? What? Good. How, how good. are you? How was the doctor? How'd it go? How are you? You can now sue for being born. You hear? You woke me up. I went to bed very early. It's five o'clock. Algorithmic trading very, using Python. Fuck these guys. Um, my dear. I don't feel so well. You hear Doc Oz? Dr. Octopus is running for states. Kong. Who? Oz. Mandes. Who, oh, hi. What are you talking about? My dear. How was your doctor? Yeah. It's a female. Shit. She hot? What? What's the matter with you? Why? Why are you saying that? Why? It's a female, the doctor. It's for my eyes, honey. Go. I may be going blind. I know. <laughs> What, dear? Why? Why, why? I'm going to go back to sleep, honey. Why, why? I think I'll talk to you tomorrow, honey. I can't talk. Uh-huh. Me too. Me too. It's so dark. Go. Go, go, go. Go. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, give me a break. I saw a licorice, fam. I saw the full one, and she was so ugly, but it ended good. Cooper plays himself, a sociopath, tough guy. 
Listen here and take it, Blake. My brother? You can throw your logic while he'll purport a rap plate. Dits out dipe. Window dwindling the tits and arse make. Come makes people guns. Kills made people and I have issue. Thanksgiving if I don't J-O-Tard My blast friend's girlfriend laughs at us And roll Irish I hot out I look like I didn't know it where I going And the girl look just as confused so Sad so bad that my ass of that girl was embarrassed. I thought I looked awful. No, I just a herb wouldn't ride. She prob has crazy fuck me issues. Sam, I never look like I was going on. Never that oh, I couldn't give you crappy dick for a half year. Sorry, Brad, if your bro is so gay, yelling about where to put jacket knot on his COVID scarf I fess, I throw it on the groundation. He looks even more madre. God forbid, I should ask old Albert-ish if your bro at my house. How do you know, Ish, trying to be friends, making fake commute small talk, Ish, and that my jacket isn't warm enough, girls want quarantine boo, so Muckland Dwight up for Harrison. Why? How do you, who told you? It's shaved off. Yeah, it's shaved. I'm bald the head. No. See him? Oh, that looks terrible. Yeah. Why do you make it look funny? I'm weird. Oh, I don't do anything normally. Yeah. May I sleep with you, dear? Oh, I don't like a baldy. You have nice hair. If you wash it with shampoo and clean it good. Uh-huh. If you don't, it falls out. Yeah. You have to wash it when you shower. I you do. I'm hazy, she calls me hazy. We're not doing this. What? Harrison, all you bring your hats, gloves, or what are you not need in case we wanna? Boom, 
woman's that girl is just trying to fuck me. She looking like a young version of Guido. Don Pompeo! Don say tell your wife. Ah! Soprano light in the elevator of Vesuvii. Ah! Your bro looks so sad. And he looks so at you needing holiday dick. And just eating a muffin, I said, the elevator is there. Post-COVID girls will fuck any okay in my possession. New York not talking, I think it makes her... Wow. What the... Thank you. Makes me less weird Bro, I have toys in my place You drunk, girl And you're bro crying You want to do the test So sad, don't I? Not have a choice, mess And he's so sad About dumb, blessed test I'm all stuff stressed With your liberal issue cry Damn it, Alex! Do it! Stop acting actually like a girl is she? Stops in the start for Dalton and then I put it down here. Oh! That file! After I said, what if I told you I didn't leave in two months here? You were at the doctor, not by choice! And I'm like, why? Is this disgusting as I'm screaming at my nose for too long? I feel like I met Tess Draco on purpose to fuck with black people. It's hard as fuck. Fucking with uh, Yo, that Quido in elevator was fate. Sin me violating. Uh, in pitch stereotype, alright. I'm all the door is this way. I met. Never saw someone uh, do that just then and done an Ivaterio is on a stereotype of uh, AHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHHH
goatee and cologne filled the air. Yeah, they say he bougie, he big headed. Would you please stop talking about how my dickhead is? Flow infectious, give me 10 seconds. I have a buzz bigger than insects in Texas. It's funny how I ain't nobody interested. To the night I almost killed myself in Lexus. Now I am. And they ask me, they ask me, they ask me, I tell them. Raise your glasses, your glasses, your glasses to the sky. This is the last call for alcohol for the. So get your ass up off the wall. Now is Kanye the most overlooked? Yes, sir. Now is Kanye the most overbooked? Yes, sir. Do the fans want the feeling of a tribe called Quest? But all they got left is this guy called West. That'll take freeway throwing more tracks for most death. You call him Quiley or Quayley. I put him on songs with Jay-Z. I'm the Gap like Banana Republican Old Navy. And ooh, it come out sweeter than old Sadie. Nice as Bum B when I met him at the Source Awards. Girl he had with him ass could've won the Horse Awards. And I was almost famous. Now everybody love Kanye. I'm almost raining. Some say he arrogant. Can y'all blame him? It was straight embarrassing how y'all played him. Last year shopping my demo, I was trying to shine. Every motherfucker told me that I couldn't rhyme. Now I can let these dream killers kill my self-esteem. I use my arrogance as a steam to power my dreams. I use it as my gas, so they say that I'm gas. But without it, I'll be last, so I ought to last. So I don't listen to the suits behind a desk no more. You niggas wear suits cause you can't dress no more. You can't say shit to Kanye West no more. I rocked 20,000 people, I was just on tour. I'm kind of Louis Vuitton Don Bought my mom a purse, now she Louis Vuitton mom I ain't played a hand, I was dealt, I changed my cars I prayed to the skies and I changed my stars I went to the malls and I balled too hard Oh my God, is that a black card? I turned around and replied, why yes But I prefer the term African American Express Brains, power, and muscle like Dane, Puffy, and Russell Your boy back on the sussle, you know what I've been up to Killing y'all niggas on that lyrical shit Mayonnaise color bins, I push miracle whips and I am And they ask me, they ask me, they ask me, I tell them Raise your glasses, your glasses, your glasses to the sky This is the last call for alcohol for my niggas So get your ass up off the ball oh. So this A&R of a Rockefeller named Hip Hop Picked the truth beat for Beanie. And I was in a session with him. I had my demo with me, you know, like I always do. And I played the song. He's like, Who's that spitting? I'm like, It's me. He's like, Oh, okay. Uh, he started talking to me on the phone, going back and forth, just asking me to send him beats. And I think he's trying to get into managing producers because he had this other kid named Just Blaze he was messing with. And um, he was friends with my mentor, No ID. And No ID told him, Look, man, if you want to mess with Kanye, you gotta tell him that you like the way he rap. I was like, I don't know if he's gassing me or that, but he's like, he want to manage me as a rapper and a producer. I'm like, oh, shit. I was messing with uh, D-Dot also. People like this talking about the ghost production. But that's how I got in the game. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here. So, you know, after they picked that truth beat, I was figuring I was going to get some more work. But shit just wasn't popping off like that. I was staying in Chicago. I had my own apartment. I'll be doing, like, just beats for local acts just to try to keep the lights on and be able to go out and buy Get a Pelly Pelly off layaway, get some Jordans or something, get a Techno Marine. That's what we wore back then. <laughs> I made this one beat where I spit up this Harold Melvin sample. I played it for Hip over the phone. He's like, oh, yo, that shit is crazy. Jay might want it for this compilation album he's doing called The Dynasty. 
And at that time, like, the drums really wasn't sounding right to me. So I went and, um, I was listening to Dre, Chronic 2001 at that time. And really, I just, like, bit the drums off Explosive and put it, like, with a sped-up sample. And that was kind of, like, my whole style, where it started, when you rapped on This Can't Be Life. And I was, like, really the first beat of that kind that was on the Dynasty album. I could say that was the, the resurgence of the soul sound. You know, I got to come in and track the beat, and at that time I was still with my other management. I really wanted to roll with hip hop. Just, I, I just needed some fresh air. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been there for a while. I appreciate what they did for me, but it, you know, it's a, a time in every man's life where you got to make a change and try to move on to the next level. That day I came and I tracked the beat, and I got to meet Jay Z, and he said, "Oh, you're a real soulful dude." He uh, played the song because he already spit his verse by the time I got to the studio. You know, he do it in one take. Check he said, "Tell me what you think of this." And I heard it, and I was thinking like, man, I really want more like a simple type Jay-Z. I ain't want like the, the the more introspective, complicated rap, or in my personal opinion. So he asked me what you think of it, and I was like, man, this shit tight. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to tell him. And I was on the train, man, you know? So after that, I went back home. Man, I'm, I'm just in Chicago. I'm trying to do my thing. You know, I got groups. I got acts. I'm trying to get on, and like, one nothing really like popping off the way it should have been. One of my homies, that was one of my artists, he got signed. But it was supposed to really go through my production company, but he ended up going straight with the company. So, like, I'm straight holding the phone, getting the bad news that dude was trying to leave my company. And I got evicted at the same time. So, I went down there and tracked the beats from him. I took that money, came back, packed all my shit up in a U-Haul, maybe about 10 days before I had to actually get out. So I didn't have to deal with the landlord, because he is a jerk. Me and my mother drove Come to on, Newark, New Jersey. I hadn't even seen my apartment. I remember I pulled up, I unpacked all my shit. You know, we went to Ikea. I bought a bed. I put the bed together myself. I loaded up all my equipment, and the first beat I made was uh, Heart of the City. And Beans was still working on his album at that time, so I came up there to baseline. It was Beans' birthday, matter of fact, and I played like seven beats. And... You know, I guess he is in his zone. He already had the beats that he wanted. I did nothing like it already at that time. But then Jay walked in. I remember he had a Gucci bucket hat on. I remember like like it was yesterday. And hip hop said, "Yo, play that one beat for him." So I played Harder City. And really, I made Harder City. I really wanted to get that beat to DMX. Then I played another beat. Then I played another beat. And I remember that Gucci bucket. He took it and like put it over his face. He made faces like. Oh. Two days later, I'm in Baseline and I seen Dame. Dame didn't know who I was. I was like, yo, what's up? I'm Kanye. You that kid that gave all the beats to Jay? Yo, this nigga got classics to your beats, B. got classics to your beats. <laughs> you know, talking shit. I'm like, oh, shit. And all this time, I'm starstruck, man. I'm still thinking about, you know, I'm picturing these niggas on the show. The streets is watching or whatever. I'm looking, these are superstars in my eyes. Are they still alive, you know? So, Jay came in. And he spit all these songs like in one day and in two days. I gotta bring up one thing, you know, to go back in the story. The day I did the Can't Be Life beat, I tracked it. I remember Lenny yesterday, he had some Louis Vuitton sneakers on. He think he fly. And hip hop was there. I think Tata, John Manelli, a bunch of people. I didn't know all these people at the time. They was in the room. I said, yo, Jay, I can rap. And I spit this rap. They said, uh, I'm killing y'all niggas on that lyrical shit. Mayonnaise, color bins, I push miracle whips. And I saw his eyes light up when I said that line. But you know, the West, the rap was like real whack and shit. So that's all the response. He said, man, that was tight. Oh, that, was, that was cool. That was it. You know, I ain't Sorry. get no deal. <laughs> okay, fast forward. So, Blueprint, H to the Izzo, my first hit single. And I just took that poly, built relationships with people, 
My relationship with Kweli, I think, was one of the best things that ever happened to my career as a rapper. Because, you know, of course, later, he allowed me to go on tour with him. Man, you know, I appreciate I love him for that. Everybody, and, and at this time, you know, I didn't have a deal. And I, I had songs, and I had relationships with all these A&R, so they wanted beats for me. So they called me over, they play them some beats. Give me a beat that sound like Jay-Z, you know, they dick riders or whatever. So I'll play them these post-blueprint beats or whatever, and then I'll play my shit. I'll be like, yo, but I rap too. And I guess they was looking at me crazy because, you know, because I ain't have a jersey on or whatever. Everybody out there, listen, here, I played them Jesus Walks, and they didn't sign me. You know what happened? It was some A&Rs that fuck with me though, but then like the heads, there'll be somebody at the company that I say, nah, like Dave Lighty fuck with me. My nigga Mel brought me to a bunch of labels. Jessica Rivera, man. Huh. I'm not gonna say nothing to mess my promotion up. <laughs> Let's just say I ain't get my deal. The nigga that was behind me, I mean, he wasn't even a nigga. The, the person that actually kicked everything off was Joe 3H from Capitol Records. He wanted to sign me really bad. Dame was like, yo, you got to deal with Capitol? Okay, man, just make sure it's not whack. Make sure it's not whack. Then one day, I just went ahead and played it. I wanted to play some songs because, you know, Cam was in the room, Young Guru, and Dame was in the room. So I played, actually, it's a song you'll never hear. Or maybe I might use a song that's called Wow. I go to Jacob with 25,000, you go with 2,500, wow. I got 11 plaques on my walls right now. He got your first gold single, damn nigga, wow. Like the chorus, I'm like, don't bite that chorus, I might still use it. So I play that song for him, and he's like, oh shit, oh, shit, it's not even right. I ain't gonna front, it's kinda hot. It's actually kinda hot. <laughs> like, they still wanna look at me like a rapper, and I'm sure Dane figured, like, man, if he do a whole album, if his raps is whack, at least we can throw Cam on every song and say the album, you know? <laughs> so uh, Dame took me to the hallway, he's like, yo, man, B, B, you don't want a brick. You don't want a brick. You don't want to catch a brick. You got to be under an umbrella. You get rained on. I told hip-hop, and hip-hop was like, oh, word? Actually, even with that, I was still about to take the deal with Capital because it was already on the table and because of my relationship with 3H. That, you know, because I told him I was going to do it. I'm a man of my word. I was going to roll with what I said I was going to do. Then, you know, I'm not going to name no names, but people told me, oh, he's just a producer rapper and told 3H that I told the heads of the Capital. And right the day, I'm talking about, I planned out everything I was going to do, man. I, I had picked out clothes. I already started booking studio sessions. I, I started arranging my album, thinking of marketing schemes. Man, I was ready to go. And, and they had mail call me. They said, yo, Capital pulled on the deal. Yo, Capital pulled out of the deal. And, you know, I told them that Rockefeller was interested. And I don't know if they thought that was just something I was saying to gas him up to try to push the price up or whatever. I went up. I called G. I said, man, you think we can still get that deal with Rockefeller?